Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. Speculation map time, huh? Not real speculation map. Fake speculation map. Our speculation Our speculation map. But not for a real event. It's been a while since we've done one of these, so if you're newer to the podcast, feel free to jump back into our catalog. We've done a couple of them. A couple of them at this point. Actually, we've, we did a couple era. Yeah, we've done some maps, eras. But I thought we did a, another one. I don't remember. It's been so we long. Did we've done too many episodes. Scare already. zones that should be houses. Oh yeah, we did do that. We did eighties horror. We did nineties speculation map, and we figured did might 90s, as well eighties keep the trend going and let's hit the two thousands. Yeah, this is harder than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, so if you have listened to our past episodes about those, we've plucked some stuff like pop culture stuff, uh, games, toys, and, and kind of converted them into houses, but. Man, the 2000s kind of were boring. Yeah, they really were boring. There wasn't much... It's a go- shitty decade. Yeah, it was like the introduction of social media. I mean, for the obvious reasons, but also for a lot of reasons that there just weren't a lot to do. It wasn't a lot going on. No, it was that weird transition of like... I mean, our technology. Patriots dominated the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, right? We could have done the Patriots. Yeah, no. They suck now. <laughs> but, but no, it's fine. We could have done like... It was just a weird transitional period from technology being almost as like a toy to a necessity... Yeah, social media you also made a good point that a lot of the 2000s is a lot of bleed over from the 90s. Yeah. Um, So a lot of the things we'd come up with, they'd be like, yeah, that's great, but it was kind of a 90s thing. It was more 90s. More 90s than a 2000s thing. So um, all you 2000s babies, you suck. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't leave because of that. Your decade was pretty bad, though. Yeah, it wasn't the best. I mean, it was fun, but it was... 2010s weren't great either, but... Yeah, oh, that's... uh, that that Ended well, let's just say that. Yeah, the decade's gonna be... uh, That one's gonna be fun to touch, but... So for this one, like we said, we we mostly pulled IPs. IPs of movies or shows or something that was out from 2000 to 2010 was kind of our cutoff. But we did it. We pieced together what could be a fun event. It's definitely not our best... (laughs) We didn't have a lot to work with. Those 2000s horror movies, like, it was just a sea of mediocrity. Yeah, well, I mean, it's nothing but remake and remake. And, I mean, not that it isn't that, like that now, but, like, we didn't get a lot of the, like, we don't, we didn't, we, there wasn't a lot of, like, the hereditaries or yeah, that the new witches or just, like, some of that new, like, A24 style, Blumhouse style, yeah. like, like, pseudo horror, it was a, social commentary style horror. Those are just all very okay movies. Like, that yeah. whole time. But we all thought it was great because we were teenagers yeah. and stupid. I mean, looking back, I'm like, man, I think I have a lot of these on DVD, but I don't think I've ever watched them. Like, the movie we have on right now. This is not part I've of our map. I've never seen this. But it's The Cave. From 2005? 2005, 2005, 2005. One of those. But it's just like, 
not good. Is this the one with the vampire monster things? I honestly, the last time I probably watched. Or was it was that a oh, that's the Descent? Excuse me, that the Descent was yeah. actually pretty good. The Descent was on the list until about thirty minutes ago. Right, it was it was pretty good. Really claustrophobic. But before we dive into that, let's crack into some beers because these yeah. things are getting so a little. I'm a cheap bastard and I haven't brought beers, <laughs> so I owe Nick beers. We're tapping into the fridge, um, so we're gonna tap into whatever he's got left in his fridge. So these aren't, I don't think, even vaguely related to 2000s horror. No, um, mine's got a weird looking Ronald Reagan face on it. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, for me, this one is a oh I forgot this one's twelve percent alcohol. That's uh, awesome. Uh, this is the vagabond. Your house, yeah, so you this can is get the drunk. vagabond breakfast. It's an imperial breakfast stout, but it's a blueberry flavor. That so sounds blueberries, maple, blueberry stout, coffee, all kinds. Oh, that's of stuff. weird. Well, let's see. I'm not sure how I feel about that. And oh, blueberry stout. Yeah, let's see. I can't even find. Oh, so it is brewed and canned by Casa Agria Specialty Ales from Oxnard, California. I think I've heard of them before. So this one, I think I purchased this one over at the uh, Half Barrel Project because I was okay. I just it looked cool. Yeah, it's, and they've it's, got it's, some. It's pretty cool. Some... It's got a little uh, RV on it. Yeah, I'll come show you. We've talked about we've talked about Half Barrel before. They're pretty. They're pretty good. They do their own stuff, but they they're also pretty known in this area to carry like some decent selections from all over the country. So that's kind of cool that you found them from California. It's a fun. Fun little can, so I figured, why not? Yeah, and I'm just having an Elysian. So if you know what, if you know, if you know Space Dust, that's like their big one. That's Elysian. This one's called Contact Haze. Has nothing to do with horror at all, except for the fact that it's got a weird looking Ronald Reagan uh, Easter Island like head thing on it. <laughs> um, but it's a hazy IPA, and I'm always down for hazy. Those are always IPAs. good. And I think I've had this one before, anyways. So nothing too special. But... Oh, this thing is dark. I don't, I don't get the good beers dark, when I don't bring them. This thing looks like motor oil. Well, that's when you know it's a good stout. This is, again, I'm going to have to come show this thing. Because this, is, this thing is dark. You can see that. It looks just like motor oil. Thick. This looks like chocolate milk. Whew. Ooh, but man, that blueberry smell is pretty, pretty apparent. You can see how it's just falling in. Yeah, it's it looks a, like chocolate sauce. Yeah, it's it's got. You a almost want to stir it up. It's got a dark head, and I can actually smell it from here. Yeah, it's strong. Um, I still think it's really weird to have a stout with. I mean, it's a breakfast stout, so yeah. I mean, they've been. I mean, you can. It's not a not a new thing. This isn't an uncommon thing. Breakfast stouts are a real thing, but. I haven't seen too many with blueberry in it. Yeah. So it might taste like a blueberry pancake. Right, I'm in. Well, cheers. Cheers, good Another sir. Another fun speculation to the 2000s. To the 2000s. To maybe, our childhood. Maybe forever be drinking because of it. So. Okay. Why don't we get into some houses? Is it pretty good? Yeah, not bad. I can down with it. 12% can only have a couple yeah, of these I mean, things. You'll be stumbling home. I mean, with your home down the, right there. But yeah, I'll put on my Oculus and I'll slam into a I wall. I was going to say. Play Oculus after having a couple of those things. I'll throw up everywhere. So, let's get into some houses. We're going to start this thing right off. So, we do have, we got 10 houses. 
five scare zones in one show. And bear with us if we don't go into a, a ton of detail, because like I said, this is kind of thrown together. <laughs> yeah, some of these are more vague than others. Some of them I actually have some ideas in my in my brain somewhere. I don't yeah. know if I'll access them in time, but some of them were more just like, oh, I remember that it probably could work. Fuck it, I'm going to throw it on there. And we've got pretty much all like IP. Yeah, and we tried, and I tried to do stuff that um, I don't particularly remember being there. Um, obviously, one heavy hitter that was from the 2000s is Saw, but we've seen Saw. We've seen Saw. So we, I tried to pick around, or we, we tried to pick around some of the other ones that we have seen before, because there's no point in rehashing that. You know, they were good houses, and then we'll just leave them as that. But these are kind of our own 2000s. So the first one, I'll just go off the list we got. We would hit or check off the box of the possession style houses priests demons stuff like that and we're gonna go with the exorcism of emily rose which was from 2005 um and again a lot of these movies i feel like were very mediocre and i probably haven't visited them in about 15 years so no it's safe to say give me if my filter isn't as this movie was was pretty mediocre i mean i think was interesting about it was that it was like more of a it was a horror, like a, like a horror movie in a, in a way, or a possession movie in a way, but at the same time, it was also a police procedure or a court procedural yeah. movie. It would like bounce back. Uh, it would be so a great Netflix series now. Yeah, I mean, it would be almost like, it's one of those movies that like, if you haven't seen it, you should give it a once. At least a watch. If, if it's on a streaming service, don't buy it, don't go yeah. pay for it, but like if it's on Netflix, which I don't know Which if I'm it is sure or not, it's on it's something. It's on something, yeah. but... Maybe Hulu? I yeah, feel I don't like. know. Give it a shot if you haven't seen it. Again, it's like any other possession movie at the end of the day weird contortionist moves and yeah i think what made this movie really cool was that the girl the, the the actress that played emily rose did a lot of her own like i don't i don't want to say stunts but like when all the contortionist stuff yeah. she actually did that okay. it, it wasn't animated or it wasn't cgi or anything yeah. like that she did all those like weird bends huh. and shit so that's kind of messed up and cool at the same time yeah um but as a house I mean, it, there's different stages. Yeah, you can I mean, go it's through. pretty self-explanatory. I know there's a cool barn scene. Yeah, obviously the possession style stuff, and it's just the dorm room. It would be the dorm room. The girl yep. doing like the weird, yep. bendy thing. It would be one of those quicker houses. We've had possession houses before. I figured it's a pretty good uh, scare style house, so might as well check that yeah. box of possession movies if we have it at our disposal. It's a lot, a lot of easy, we do. A, lot of, a lot of cheap stuff you can get out of it, yep. and I don't think it's necessarily something that's like. It's not going to be a draw, but it's also kind of a... It's, it's, it's a little bit of a deep cut for the 2000s. It's a good filler house, I think. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of kick-started the 2000s for that we've horror got, movie. We, we definitely have bigger... Um, things on here. Things on yeah, here This would that. not be, like, the headliner house. And again, like we said, it's a lot of IP-based stuff. So right. there's, there's better IPs than others. Uh, I don't think we have really a full-on original idea. There's two that really aren't movies... And two that are compilation style houses, so we'll get into that. So why don't you tackle the next one? Because I know that this is these so this are is something in that's your up, alley. Yeah, this is something up my alley. So we know in the two thousands there was this big, somewhat of a a run, or they were starting to do a run of Americanizing or making American versions of Japanese or J horror movies yeah. from the nineties um, and early two thousands. So obviously the big two with the Ring and the mm-hmm. Grudge, both really good movies. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I have to they hold I ha- up. I have to admit they hold up. Um, the Ring is a guilty pleasure. I know that some people didn't like it as much as Ringu, which is the Japanese version, but I still think that it was actually a 
pretty decent homage to yeah. the original movie. Oh, yeah. When I saw um, that, it was like the scariest movie I've ever yeah, seen. I mean, that came out in uh, like 2002, so I was yeah, 12 when yeah, I saw it, it in was, theaters. It was... Which I did see in it theaters. It was pretty... Yeah, we did. We went to <laughs> Lemonster, Lemonster uh, Theaters. Terrifying. It was, it was pretty good. Um, one of my favorite Americanized Japanese horror movies, there weren't a lot of them, but... It also kind of brought J horror back into this, or not really back into like, into the American zeitgeist. Yeah. Like we is something that we kind of discovered through those Americanized versions. Obviously, for those that are like super deep into like horror and in the genre itself, knew about a lot yeah. of it. But I think as like a general just public awareness, it yeah. became kind of a thing. And obviously, there's a lot of other really decent J horror movies that you could do at this house. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know all of them. In, 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 for, for, yeah, but those for, are the two for, big but there's ones a bunch for of, like, sure. I think, I think hey, I didn't, I'm going to butcher the name of it, but it's like The Curse of Norori. Nor- Nor- yeah. Nor- I'm sorry. But I don't, I don't that, speak yeah. Japanese, <laughs> but it's a really, really good movie. Um, Japanese language film. I mean, you know me. I'm, yeah. I'm really big into like subtitled those like, ones, like foreign the Korean horror, horror movies. And, Korean horror yeah. is some of the best horror I've ever seen, but yeah. the Japanese horror is really good too. So I think it'd be kind of cool to do like a compilation house yeah not necessarily do just the ring and the grudge but those are like the two big ones that everybody recognizes or remembers yeah but i think you could pull a bunch of different things in yeah kind of do like like with the emily rose one a lot of just famous scenes yeah like do like the well scene from the ring or the girl coming out of the tv coming out through the tv Uh, i'm surprised they didn't do anything like at least specifically the ring Mm -hmm. at all before yeah i mean and and because it's so there's so many like good set pieces you could like pull off with that you could do like a whole room that's like strictly black and white and that's static from the, the video yeah with the static noise like and you're everything. walking through the yeah. t- you know, or have the entrance walkway to a room or even the entrance to the the first like area right having it be almost looking like a tv having the projections yeah. around and then it you and can, you walk into it and there's the lady brushing her hair yeah, in the there's mirror, so many things you can you can do with it the and chair then, like, spinning upside down right and then like with the grudge you could do like the stairway scene with the little boy comes down the stairways yeah. and there's like uh, noise or whatever yeah. the hell he like the hell pulls, is. You pull like string out of his yeah. mouth or something. and there's so many other things you can and obviously like I said we're gonna focus more on those two because those are the big movies but mm-hmm. there are other ones that I think you could do it's kind of like I didn't how, have enough time to research all yeah. of them it's kind of like how they had a Blumhouse Productions thing kind of yeah where you just kind of smash a couple properties in yeah. and it's fun to go through the different stages of the movies they don't have to necessarily interact with one another but you can have I don't know the kid's name in the grudge but uh, was it like Samara or whatever well, Samara was, was the, the, the girl ring. from the ring and then whatever the little boy's right. name was from the grudge you can have them separate they don't sound yeah. like a you know ring versus grudge like You're right Freddy right. versus I mean, jason could, but i guess we could cheat a little bit and bring in some of um audition from 99 i mean it's yeah. not quite 2000 but like we said we're cheating a little we're bit bending we're bending we're the rules but that was also a really rules. really good japanese horror movie yeah well next up on the list is what i think has potential to be a great this actually could be a really good house, house. not a great movie yeah but could could actually be a really yeah, good house. and it's a fun and the way the reason why I do like this movie a lot is it's simple. Yeah, and I know that there's been a lot of stuff around the director. He's a piece of shit. I get it, but like I, in this instance, and, and especially for movies, I can sort of I can separate. Yeah, we can artist just, versus whatever. we could just have the house and yeah. say fuck the director. Yeah, but that would be Jeepers Creepers, and for obvious reasons, you know, like the the monster villain is super cool. Just from a movie standpoint, it's a simple story. You know, it's very chainsaw-y vibes, where it's like that hick town, middle of nowhere, no cell service. 
creepy already yeah, without knowing the story. It's almost like a Scarecrow movie minus the Scarecrow. Yeah, I mean, it's I just guess, replacing it with the way, Creeper. Yeah. But, you know, you can even mash in, like, Jeepers Creepers 2, where there's, like, the whole yeah. school bus area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that's how I would do it. I would kind of pick bits and pieces from the series, because it was all throughout the 2000s, I believe. At least one and two were in the 2000s. How many? Were there, were there more than two? I think there was... Was there GPQ Just three? the two, and I think they're coming out with another one. Okay. Or they're yeah. rebooting it or whatever they're doing to it. But, I mean, if you can separate, like like me, if if not, then that's fine as well. But if you can separate art from artist and, you know, have it not ruin something for you, well, whether it's a movie, music, whatever, then then awesome. But this thing would work well as a house. It's a great, like you said, scarecrow, very scarecrowy vibe. I mean, we we all, we obviously know that that style of house has worked in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the, the 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 harvest haunted harvest or whatever the hell they called it? The realm of the pumpkin. Realm. Of, well, was that was or, that was that the harvest one? Oh, I'm, I'm talking the one where they oh, where they scarecrow the reaping the scarecrow yep. the reaping one or whatever. So like you could use that 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 type of yeah that without, style. without blatantly copying that particular house. Yeah. You could do something up with those along those yeah. lines. And especially being an IP, when you do something like that, I feel like it's less like oh they're copying a scarecrow. It's like nope, these were you've seen the IP. This yeah, is and what's I think here. it's an ex- it's also it's a good excuse for the costuming and set design. Oh, departments to kind of so go, fun. to go ham, and you could use. I mean, and he flies, right. so like you can use those wire scares where you know he's flying towards you from the dark. You could use the mirror scares. You could do a, a set where like the wings flap out. Like, right. Behind, so there's a lot of cool things you could do. Stuff where like you know his it's a close up mask. Like the mask, like the jowls open and like flare out like alien style almost. But it's something that I think could work well, and especially talking two thousands horror, I think it would be, I think we'd be amiss to to overshadow that. But I think that would be a yeah. Good, it's one a good of those. It's he- one of those campy house. movies from the two thousands that you yeah, almost like have to include. It's fun. It's when you're looking at two thousands horror, it's definitely towards the top of the list of of movies from right. that decade. So going into the next one. And this one's not a movie-based one, but we got to have our musical artist, so yep. we're going to go a little crazy with this one, and, you know, just one of those, like, guilty pleasures, kind of hope it would happen, but, like, we know it would never, it never would. But yeah. It would totally work with it. Um, we could do a house specifically based, a, a story based around the album, The Black Parade. Yep. So have... My Chemical Romance kind of MCR be, yeah, have a little have. A, I mean, obviously, we got a little MCR in the brain right now because uh, if you if you if you know, you know. Yeah. But um, I think it's something like kind of what you had with the Rob Zombie stuff yeah. in a way. I know that his house was his movies. Yeah. But similar to how they did his Scare Zone or whatever Billy Eilish's house was supposed to be. Yeah. Where like the musical artist can kind of take that aesthetic from. The song, the, songs, the, music the videos, album, yeah. whatever it might be, and kind of just go crazy with a house, mm-hmm. not necessarily have it be exactly what was, you know, on the album yeah. or on the in the music video, or whatever. But like, kind of take that Black Parade story, yeah. and expand on it, yeah, and make it, yeah. And that's I think the door is wide open for that for like a great potential house. I mean, even yeah, just like watching really the video, gothic horror, the, yeah. like like um like like a dark 
merry-go-round like horses and stuff yep, like that just really creepy everyday stuff and especially parades like skeleton with the bands. costumes and stuff right, like that yeah, and just looking so many for, things you can do with it if you look at the music video from their set too with like they're they're now famous like what they're wearing the black and white suits and like almost crossbone style stitching like mm-hmm. the costumes already essentially written for you a little bit yeah and now all you have to do is just essentially look at the lyrics and pick out like and create a black parade and pretty much turn it into something where it's, you know, the masses are coming. And right. it's, it's, the story's already there for you. And necessarily, this wouldn't be obviously a scary, scary house. This would be just more of like oh, a an artistic, fun, artsy fun, house. Artsy, gothic house. Yep. And like the gothic stuff works. And for me, gothic isn't necessarily scary. It's just like a no, but it's fun, just, it's creepy just, vibe. It's just a really cool vibe and a really cool theme. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, that would definitely I mean, check I was a never, lot of boxes. Yeah. But next up, we have 13 Ghosts, which I think has been talked about a lot. This is like a constant want, I believe, especially for the past two years that we've had this um, like faux horror nights where it's like with the, the barriers and stuff like that. In that instance, it actually would have benefited this, this house idea because essentially you're walking into this big mansion and the ghosts are all kind of locked up, locked behind these barriers and stuff like that, and all these different murderous creatures. And you just be pulling strictly from the movie. You can make it walking through the front foyer area. You can make it walking through the basement. And you know, about halfway through the house, you can see that somebody is, a, you know, a character has opened the doors. And as creatures start to come out, you kind of progress through the house. And obviously, it can climax at the end with a big open scene where the the the, mach- the mechanism is kind of working and spinning around and, and getting rid of everybody at that end, but blowing up the house and stuff like that. Obviously, we're not going to blow up the house, but the the design of all the different like ghosts was was really really cool, and I think that this is a house that has just been. I, I don't think it'll ever happen because it's just been so long. But right, and remember, I, like at some point, it it should should like. It should have happened. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a rights thing. I don't know if it was like a storyline thing, but I... It, it, it's also an error. I remember, we, we've said it before. 2000s is like the era of remakes. So this is one of many remakes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was goofy and campy and not really that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it had Matthew Lillard in it. It had yeah. Shannon Elizabeth. There's a lot of like... As the scientist. Of that like 2000s vibe. It was very 2000s. Very 2000s. And some of that stuff is just fun to go back and watch. So yeah. I think it would make a really kind of cool like throwback retro house. Yeah. Yep. Even though I can't believe you're saying two, 2000s is retro, but it was <sighs> over 20 years. I know. At this point, it is. Gross. And I just came across another movie. We, we didn't include this on our list, but I'm going to say it because how did I forget this? Why are we not having a ghost ship house? Oh, Remember that Ghost Ship good. in 2002? Yep. The, like, the ghost, the skull in the okay, front I was kind of thinking about that slash like Poseidon. Yeah! But. I just completely thought of it. It's completely just completely missed it. But yes, Thirteen Ghosts would make it would make a fun. It would make a fun. Yeah. Like excru- I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. Like we all know the movie's bad. We get it. Mm-hmm. But it would be fun to like just kind of do. And I think I think it, I think the design team would have really good really good time of just coming up with like various gags that yeah. kind of mimic the movie or like you know go along with go how along it was. with yeah. that 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 movie. So our next one is, I think, our only, like, ori- not original, but, like, 
culture. I say that and Black Parade. Yeah, this Black one Parade, and the Black Parade are kind of the the faux originals. Yeah, yeah. So this one we're gonna do a reality TV house or like a Survivor yeah. house. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know Nick has been on a Survivor kick. Yeah, oh, I think for the last like year and a half, I think he's watched like every season. <laughs> it's I've watched at least fifteen seasons in the last two years, and there's forty seasons. I know it's stupid. There's forty. It, it's it's, it's, like it's stuck around two, for a reason. Like two a year. So reality TV, if you don't know, was a big thing in the 2000s, late mm-hmm. 90s, into the 2000s. Survivor was like the one that really made it big and it kind of brought it into the American consciousness. Yeah. Um, so I think we could do something along the lines of not necessarily specifically Survivor, but put people on like, like, an, a, yeah, like an island, island house. Or yeah. something like, hey, you're being dropped on an island and then it turns out there's actual cannibals on the island. Yeah. Or... Some crazy rich guy that wants to hunt you down or something yeah. like that. But you could do like a lot of those like set pieces, those like yeah. oh, your, tribal council, right? Your tribal councils, your 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 games to stay alive. To, yeah. like you know, you're not getting voted off the island; you're getting voted out of life. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that'd be kind of it's a almost fun like little... Survivor mixed with like most dangerous game and yeah. like cannibal holocaust, right. like just mashed into one. But like. We would totally rip off the Survivor logo, mm-hmm. like the big circle, you know, outwit, outlast, outplay, and it just but it'd be like outlive, out, yeah, out survive or something like it's, that. Yeah. yeah. So I, all, all I really want to see is like some like evil zombified like Jeff Probst, like <laughs> snuffing torches at the end. Um, yeah, this one was a de- it was definitely a big one for me. Where I was like, how did I forget about Survivor? How can I make it work as a house? I don't know. I'm going to put it on the list anyways. We're gonna I don't give a, a shit. We're going to figure a way to do but it. But it does work. As like, you know, we've done, like, we've, we've mentioned Scarecrow. And the big thing that stands out with me with Scarecrow, especially Pumpkin Oars, walking through those those areas where it's like the, the corn stalks and stuff like that. You can do that with beach setting, too. And palm trees. Sand and palm trees. And, you know, you can make, you know, use fans for fake wind. You can use the scent of oceans. You can do water splashes. Like, Storm like noises that. like thunder and lightning. All yes, that and it's all about survival too, because like, I mean, it's hard to put yourself in that situation of being like starved and tired and whatever at horror nights because you're gonna be out in five minutes. But having that like really isolated feeling is something that would probably try to be pushed through this house a lot. Um, and obviously, it's gonna be a little goofy because it's like reality team themed or something like that. And the storyline would essentially be trying to be like put you in the mindset that you were selected for a reality show. Yeah. And you get brought here, and it's not what you think it is. So that's kind of like the basis of my survivor wants. I think it, I think it'd be I think it'd be a goofy, fun little be, excursion. It would be fun. I don't think it'd be like. I, I, it's not the best house ever, but no. But I mean, like we've said before, there's not a whole lot of pub culturey things we can pull from. And I'm sure we're gonna have a bunch of people who are like, "Oh, you didn't think of that? You didn't think of that?" Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I didn't. But um, also, what I think would be cool too in this in this style house, where I would have it almost branch in pathways, is like you're the one that's choosing. So like I would have like multiple mad, pathways that end up leading towards similar areas, like a Mad Lib house. But yeah, like you almost choose your own adventure kind of thing, where you go left, you go right, you go left, or and even if it's not like a your choice thing, and you have guides like pushing you left, pushing you right, and switching it. So every time you go through, it's a somewhat different thing. You know, I wouldn't say there's going to be a different thing every time because that's impossible because people go through these things right. twenty times in a night, but. It would give it some variation. If you had 
you know, three different ways you could possibly go at different times. That's nine different outcomes. Right. So it would be a fun way to make one house multiple houses, I guess, because, like, you just go different variations yeah. every single time, which would be fun. All right. Next up would probably be the fan favorite. Our comedy Our comedy, our house. comedy spoofy house, which, if we're talking 2000s and we're talking comedy and we're talking spoofs and we're talking horror, there is no other way but doing a scary movie yeah, house. a scary movie, right? Which, hot off the heels of us talking about Scream for the past two weeks and misinterpreting what scenes are in Scream and what scenes are in scary movie. Just make it worse for everybody. I think this would... I mean, it would be hysterical to see a live-action shorty running around. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just... That, that movie... It, it'd be pure comedic genius. It would be vulgar. It would be not appropriate for people under ages 18, or so you'd say, but it would... You know, you could find a way to make it work, and it's and it and it does hurt it a little bit that it would be pretty much identical to a scream house, set wise, scene wise. Yeah, I mean, it's the basically part, the same thing, but but with the characters that are that you know that I mean, having a officer Doofy <laughs> instead of Dewey in the house, like it's it's problematic. But <laughs> if you did, if it. you watch that movie and did not enjoy yourself then i you need to go take a look at yourself here you don't like fun because it is a funny movie it pokes fun at everything we love and it's hysterical it it works on all levels and especially pointing out the stuff from scream like scream in itself doesn't take itself serious like the characters don't this movie just points that out a little bit more yeah it's just it would work it's just an irreverent like comedy is what it is and like i said before like we talked about a couple weeks ago these movies did something that really kind of it was a flash in the pan they didn't stick around very long because they couldn't i mean what they were able yeah. to get away with at the time yeah is something you couldn't be able to do today just because no. you couldn't straight up parody an entire you just steal franchise. the whole movie yeah so no that's a little bit tougher but it'd be fun it'd be a fun house uh, the next one is another combo or compilation compilation house, house. um much like the Blumhouse, yeah, similar to the Blumhouse, but in the two thousands, this gentleman was a at the at the height of his game. <laughs> has not come um, back since. And has well, I don't know if he's ever sort of been. Uh, I don't know if he's ever really had a height, but this is we'll say the height of his career. <laughs> oh, I love um, this guy. We'll do an M Night Shyamalan house. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Have you seen the movie Old yet? I did, and it's not as bad as the Lady in the Water or the Happening. So. Oh yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But either way, M. Night Shyamalan had the career of careers in the 2000s. Um, we got Unbreakable, which is the first of the, split I guess we'll call it, like the split, saga. split saga or the, or the yeah, whatever you want to call yeah. that. And then you've got Signs, which is arguably his... I don't want to say arguably his... No, I, no his best would probably... His, his best, best we didn't include because it was 99. 99. But we could cheat. We could cheat a little bit and throw it in there as well, the we Sixth Sense. I mean, the Sixth Sense is, is his best movie. Yeah. Um, the problem with M. Night Shyamalan is that once you know the twist in his movies, it really there's no surprise at this point. Yeah. There's nothing really to It's to hard say. to rewatch them unless you're me, and I love those movies. But I think <laughs> the movies we picked were like Unbreakable, The Sign, uh, Signs, and The Village. Yeah. And you can say what you want about the village. I like the village. I loved the village, and up until I, I won't say I loved it. Oh, I loved it up until <laughs> Avengers Endgame. It was the movie I had seen in theaters the most. That's insane. I think I saw it like 
eight times in theaters. It's so absurd. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I was so attached to it, but I thought it was brilliant. And and I don't care that like it's stupid and like I get why people don't like it because like once you get that twist, like well, the twist is so out of out of it left was. Field. But I I liked that coming from a place like up in Massachusetts. We had this other place called Old Sturbridge Village. Oh well, yeah. And like, if you look at it that way, and it hit me home where I was like, that would be like, it's cool. I always think about weird things like that. Like, there's, especially in Florida too, where there's like thousands of acres of land. Yeah, is there some weird commune somewhere? Is there something going like, and I know the answer is no, but like, you could have people just living out there doing whatever. And if they've never been, I mean, you look at some of like, we talked about cannibals earlier, but like, some like native tribes in South America or whatever that right. have never seen. There's there is no outside world for them, so they have no idea where we are technology wise. And like, it it's just a say, fun thing. My, to my think point about. is, say what you will about, about M Night Shyamalan. At least he tried. Yeah. At least he's tried to do. I will different things. Die on the stake of um, M Night Shyamalan. I love those yeah. movies. Uh, I I don't, but <laughs> I, I appreciate. The attempt, I appreciate his 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 trying to be unique. Yeah. His, you know, I think for a while his twists were novel. Now they've kind of gotten a little weird. It's run out of them. He has, yeah, but he has his uncanny ability to pick terrible actors for his later movies. Yeah. And they just can't. Just it's awful. tough. I mean, in, like old was bad. Old was not good. I mean, and there's a lot of movies in his catalog that are not good. No, right. The happening. Case it's in happening, point. the lady in the water. I don't know, man. The last Airbender. How's your mother? It's the trees. The trees did it. Um, last Airbender were all well, pretty garbage. That was the well, last Airbender was a completely different. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion. But then he's that, kind of popped himself back in with some of the other ones. And again, Split. Devil. I thought Split, Split was his best movie since since Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. like arguably as good as the Sixth Sense. Yeah. We might have to have an M Night Shyamalan episode. All right, but that's for another. Yeah, that's time. another. Day. But either way, the but house. For, but lo- for the lots house, of cool things, monsters from the village I mean, would be kind of cool. The village, the creatures were really cool. Even though they were a, fake. I know that that Water! one. I did, that one I did hate, but they had a really you cool design. That yell, I yelled really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> they had a really cool design. Um, the house is really cool. You can have the people in the yellow cloaks. That was really fun. Uh, and then when you're looking at signs again, you know cornfields, yeah. mazes, isolation, and flashlights. are pretty cool looking and stuff it's, like that. They had so. a fun design, and you know Unbreakable is a little bit tougher to tie in there, but you can do you know the Bruce Willis and the the, the green raincoat scene. Um, and then if we're tossing in Sixth Sense, I mean the I see dead people, all the different dead visions he's seeing is great, and you really only need two rooms for each movie or so. It's it's a best of. Yeah, I mean it's. It's doable. Yeah. So, next up is And he another, deserves some love. Yeah. Next love up Shyamalan. is definitely something that's more up your alley with Cabin Fever. Oh, we can talk about this so if you want I'll, I'll let you kind of tackle this one, because <laughs> I, I, this one is, is more your alley than so mine. It's Cabin been a Fever long time since I've seen this one. It's another movie that... It's, it's not great. It's not the best movie in the world. But I think that talking about like you know creating that sense of claustrophobia in a house mm-hmm. this is kind of one of those things you could do with it like the house is literally the cabin yeah where all these kids are getting sick because they're stupid and they let and obviously entirely too relevant for the last couple of years yeah. too to have a plague house yeah um but 
I mean, again, one of those things where the monster is not, you can't see the monster necessarily because it's microscopic. Yeah. But I think you could do that. And I think really where the scares are going to come from is the claustrophobia and the um, level of paranoia that you can kind of do. Um, and then, of course, you can just do a lot of the, again, more of those like cut scenes or those scenes from the movie where you've got the girl in the, in the, in the tub and, she, you know, she shaved her skin off. Or you've yeah. got like... You know, a number of other people are just like deteriorating because of this plague, the pl- flesh-eating yeah. plague. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. It also kind of gave me, and this is completely different, but Dreamcatcher, the Stephen King movie from the early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, yeah. about the butthole monsters of the call. Them. <laughs> um, same idea, lost in uh, out in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, yeah. being attacked by some random alien bug yeah. spore thing. So I think they could both work. Not a whole lot of detail. Yeah. Um, but I, again, I think just it would be fun, like a set dressing type of house. Yeah. Like you're not like, there's not going to be any like visual monsters, but your scare actors are going to be like people like like that are suffering from that disease, bleeding out like, and bleeding everything. Out yeah. and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Nasty makeup and everything. So. Yeah. That one could definitely work a lot. And I it's been a long time since I've seen it, but a lot of the scenes that you just mentioned kind of triggered the the visuals, and it was like yeah, that that makes a lot more sense now than what I initially thought. But again. We're scraping the barrel of 2000s horror. It's some of them aren't all going to be winners, <laughs> but right. But I, I don't think how good a movie is is truly indicative of how good of, of a house no. it could be. I think I think good movies could make bad houses, and bad movies more often than not make really good houses. Right. Well, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. And then this last one, the last one, it has been a while since I've seen it. And I think we'd get a lot of similar vibes from our the Us House that we had two or three years ago. A little ago bit of the Us point. House, a little bit of like Purge, like yep. early first Purge. Yeah, and I think um, that this would be, this is a very, I don't know if it's necessarily a culty movie, but I think no. it's, it's starting to gain traction as a, a favorite amongst people. I think it's become people. more popular in recent years, even though it's not that old. But it's also the genre of home invasion movie. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll, we'll get right into it. It's the strangers. Yep. Um, the the idea of a home invasion movie. It, I don't want to say that it's like a niche genre or a niche yeah. subgenre, but it's definitely not as popular of a mm-hmm. genre. Yeah. I think it is popular with a certain group of the fan base like, yeah. of horror. But not everybody's into that. Yeah. Um, there's been a really a lot of good examples of it more recently. Like Hush is a great example of it. I yeah. love that movie. Creepy. Super creepy. creepy. A great movie. Um, but The Strangers being, I think, 2005, right? I believe so. 2005, 2006. Um, that was kind of like it wasn't the one. It wasn't the. It didn't start the genre by f- nearly nearly at all. I mean, you could argue that like Halloween was a home invasion movie in a way. Yeah. I mean, technically, um, yes. Yeah. A lot of slashers were kind of born from that shop genre but this one I think kind of brought it I guess you could almost say it's like the scream of home invasion movies yeah in the sense that like it kind of brought it back for a new new generation of horror yep. fans um, but that one was also really good too because there's really no like it's really simple it's mm-hmm. like you you talk about simple movies it is beyond simple it's yep. literally and they, they say it themselves like the, the, the bad guys at the end of the movie say it themselves when they ask like why are you doing this they go because you were home. 
Yeah. And like, there's no other explanation for yeah. it other than just that. Mind, like, you know, mindless, senseless violence. Yeah, just senseless. It's like, it's, it's kind it, to me, it's like what the first Purge wanted to be. Yeah. But the first Purge tried to, the Purge movies are weird to begin with. Yeah. Not to say they're bad. We've had, we've talked about the Purge before, <laughs> but I think they went a little, there was too much to do. Yeah. This one was just simple. It's like couple come home they come home from some like wedding party thing whatever they were doing yeah. there's obviously issues between the two of them um and then just for whatever reason these three masked psychos show up and say we're gonna terrorize people and kill them yeah and it's as simple as that um it is it is one of those movies much like the invitation when i watched that for the first time alone you lock the doors the dark, and you turn the lights but like even though you know that you lock the doors you know yeah. that it's still kind of a Although it is a ridiculous premise or ridiculous fear that, you know, your house is going to get broken into by random strangers. Yeah. But the idea is still there. That oh, it yeah. could happen. It's in the back of your mind all the time. Um, I always say that, like, the scariest movies for me are the ones that are based in reality. And this is something that obviously could happen it's to It's very anybody. real. Yeah, there's no paranormal. There's, there's no creatures. There's so no many, monsters. So many good shots in this, mm-hmm. in this movie that... I'm finding it hard to see how we could translate it to a house, but I'm sure we could do it. Yeah. There's ways to do it. I mean, like, Us was a house, and it was a pretty good house. Right. I, I think. I don't like the movie, yeah. but the well, house well, itself was That's fun. True. But, like, this, the, the shots were, like, you know, you don't, like, you, you know, it's it's you're looking at Liv Tyler's character, and you see out of, like, the corner of in your eye in the blurry side, and you see one of the masked people strangers, that are, like, yeah. in, in the darkness, and very much pulled from Halloween and that type yeah. of thing. But it's still really, really scary. You could use a lot of like mirror techniques, like they did in the Haunting a Hill House yeah. house, where they had like you know the mirror, so you're looking at someone and it looks like they're far away, and then as you walk closer to them, they pop out of the corner and they were to your left the whole time, not ahead of you. Right. So you, you could play with a lot of like optics like that, and I think the costumes are really fun too. They're they're iconic. Um, I think this this house would work well as one of those kind of more culty style houses. But that's our 10 houses for the 2000s. We'll, we'll run through this all at the end. Um, but let's jump into our scare zones now. Yeah, now, our I, scare zones are a little bit easier just because... And there's less to really talk about. No, they're scare zones. Oh, they're scare zones. It's not really storyline-wise. It's not really stuff you have to pick from. But I think that, obviously, we'll just start with the heavy hitters of where in the park it is in that central park. And this is obviously one of the you know the fan favorite areas you know we get all the trees you get the lighting you can really control the fog and the ability to control the fog which is important for this one (laughs) this one and we're going to be doing the mist over in the central park area which you know there's really not going to be much to it you might be able to add more than the fact that we get to get to control the mist (laughs) you get that the creatures so i know that initially it's kind of like well it's just nothing but a bunch of mist but you with sounds and Mm -hmm. you could do like heavy pumped fog lots of fog with and also have like scare actors that are in costume almost like playing like like a leg to a bigger monster so yeah. it looks like there's a bigger monster coming at above you, you and yep. you don't realize it and i i think with that one it would be a lot of overload when it comes to sensory like it's yeah. hard to see lots of weird sounds you have like the weird flying monsters kind of like you get those fly by your head and everything yeah the speakers in the right you way can, yep yep and you can even have stuff like going up and down through the tree areas, and yeah. like rustling the leaves. You know, it's it's really a sensory thing, and it's going to be more. And it's one of those things where like you'll have to have a couple characters in there every now and then to throw people off because you don't want it to be a constant of like you're scared but nothing happens. So every now and then something has to happen to like pull you back into that reality. But 
it, a lot of the scare, you know, it's like sometimes, uh, I think, I think, uh, Dwight Schrute said this in the office, like sometimes the best snowball, it's not a snowball at all. <laughs> He's not throwing one. So like sometimes the best scare is not really the scares, that tension leading up to the scare. And that's, th- this would kind of get you to that point. Yeah. Um, you want to kick off to the next one? Yeah. So we'll follow that kind of same direction and we'll go up what we call Hollywood Boulevard, but we're where Vanity Ball was. Yeah. This would be like our musical sort of area, sort of stage area. showy. Kind of like our like obviously not 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 our actual stage show, but kind of like a interactive show yeah. with music and and people that are Much like how um Crip TV was this year, yeah. you know, actors coming in and coming yeah. out. Yeah. So well this one this one's going to be based on Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those properties I'm surprised they haven't tried to get yeah. yet and maybe they have. But very good movie. Um if you're into like dark musicals or gothic musicals, I think it would work if you have like a bunch of different characters just from different er- uh, characters from that yep. movie. Have Sweeney Todd up on top of the on yep. one of the stages doing like a haircut or whatever, <laughs> yep. and like you cut the person pulling the off. Yeah. pulling the ribbon, having like the ribbon as the blood or whatever. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of theatrical ways you can do it and kind of play it off as like a like an operatic style. Yeah, like like you said, like you know. Ribbon for blood. Yeah. Like, be very, very fancy. Very theater. Theater. Like, with it. Theater. Yeah. Very theater-esque. Not a lot, not a lot of thought went into it, but I no, think but it was, it's I cool think it char- It's cool characters. It's good music, too. It's I good mean, design. You can have the music going. Uh, and there's a couple different, you know, settings. And, and it, it would be like a mixture between Crypt TV and what we saw last year in Eddie's Revenge, where you'd have, like, multiple set pieces. Um, and, like, Crypt TV, I felt like, was more interactive than the Eddie's people because they were smaller stages and they were just kind of like photo oppy. Yeah. Versus Crypt TV where it was like scene oriented especially with the looksee. Um, right. Where they kind of like trade in trade out set times and stuff like that but it's something that could easily be done there. Now kind of continuing that in through the entrance area uh, where this year 30 Years 30 Fears was but this year we're going to be doing this is going to be pretty much letting you know what you're in for this is like a welcome to the 2000s or whatever <laughs> but this is a bring it on zombies slash like high school musically zombie thing now we, we know we zombies are overdone but the bring it on like zombie cheerleaders like bring it on like uh, that set off a chain reaction of those 2000s like teen high school movies i mean just look at um not another teen movie that just pokes fun at all of them. The American Pies, um, the Van Wilder, all that stuff that was like... Big in the 90s, actually. That it was 90s. And that's, again, like where it's those that bleeds into the 2000s where it was that weird time. Right. But, you know, just zombify all the stupid 2000s, high schooly style era and it'd just be kind of like a welcome to kind of thing. It would just let you know what you're in for. That scare zone's always tough because like there's really not space for big elaborate things except like the the tall staging area, and it's it's tricky to get full actors. And it's really it's mostly used as like a small roaming area. Uh, but we've seen zombie cheerleaders before; they're usually a hit. Bring it, you know, put it more as like that bring it on vibe and like. Give them bubble gum to snap, and give them those bleach blonde highlights, and right. you're you're off and running into the 2000s. Right. You can give some people some really low cut jeans. Those are the the 2000s jeans that 
for whatever reason was was deb you know deemed fashion at the time I but know. i mean it worked for christina aguilera and hey I'd at rather, the time I'd rather low-cut jeans than mom jeans but, yeah you know, whatever. <laughs> Uh, and then going from that way, oh, this we'll is our tricky follow one. Follow along into the New York. This one's a little bit of a stretch, but it was it's definitely a stretch. It was definitely part of the 2000s cultural phenomenon. I feel like we'd be like remiss if we didn't at least mention it. So, so anybody that grew, loosely tied, yeah, anybody that like was like consciously living in the 2000s um, probably had a MySpace. So uh, Tom was your best friend. We would probably do something along those lines, like social media, MySpacey, where kind of where you had the controller with search and seek and destroy but instead of there being like a big like robot trying to take over the earth it's gonna be a bunch of toms running around (laughs) taking pictures of you and you know maybe having your face show up on like you know a scary like i don't know on the board or yeah i mean i would like give them like instead of like the weapons you'd have more social media aspect of like you know those the sidekicks the flip phone stuff like that. I mean, they, they wouldn't be practical. They'd have actual technology in them from today, where if you click a click a picture, it's almost like a live casting of like you know some restaurants have like the take a picture and use the hashtag whatever, and we put you here. It would kind of like bring you up to the board, and they'd take a quick picture of you scared or whatever. It goes to shows on the screen, and it's almost like he's absorbing your 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 powers and creating fake right. profiles and creating an army, you know, Create a social social army. zombies. Yeah, social media zombies. Something in that sense, where it's it's going to be a very loose concept, but it would probably we would find ways to make it a very interactive one. It's definitely not scary. We get that. It's scare zones are hard to be scary. I feel like, you know, I, off unless you're like one of the teens that runs around and is like screaming in hysterics when you see somebody ten feet away from you that's coming towards you with a chainsaw yeah. with no blade, then it's not really scary. But they can be fun. Yeah, and, and this would be a very fun interactive style one. Yeah, it'd be it'd, it'd be goofy. I mean, to fit the theme, it, it makes sense. Wouldn't be a lot of scares. No, but, I mean it'd still be kind of fun. It'd be a fun little theme to play off. And there'd be fun way to tie in if we could, because we talked about this earlier. And another another thing that we decided to leave off because like we just couldn't find a way to intertwine it into something like actual would be like the whole music sharing. Saga between right. Napster, like, LimeWire, Kazaa, <laughs> any of those things. But like, I mean, you could even have your your pseudo Tom figure have that like Napster cat logoy thing, kind of as a head. I, I, it's it's a yeah, very loose knows? basis, but it's something be, that it, we it'd have be insane, to. But but we have to at least include MySpace, Napster stuff in this. If we're doing a two thousands map of a two thousands event. This would somehow, we would have to tie this in at some way, shape, or form. Right. Now, lastly, we have our show left. Now, this would be kind of, I feel like they sort of did this, and I didn't get to see it. So I could be very wrong, but this would be very, I think, SeaWorld's um, Hollow Scream did something like this. But this would be, instead of Stomp, it would be Stomp the Graveyard. Yeah, instead of Stomp the Yard, it's the Graveyard. Instead of Stomp the Yard, it's Stomp the Graveyard. So it's, it's, it'll be the show where Nightmare Fuel is. Um, I know that, in theory, that that Fear Factor stage is coming down. We might have to, but in our world that we're living yeah, in, we're gonna there still is still a stage, a stage show. show. Whether it's there or somewhere else, the, the stage show for ours would be Stomp the Graveyard. Um, and again, just a musical number graveyard gothic style but 
with musics of the 2000s. You're talking your Insyncs, your Britney Spears, your Christina Aguilera's, and stuff like that. We we talked about. If you listen back to our 90s episode, we we did like a we did like a boy a zomboys band zone where it was like zombie boy bands. But like a lot of those bands were like late 90s. I mean, the No Strings Attached from NSYNC was in the 2000s. So like we're really bleeding decades here because they do overlap a lot. But this would be your 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 true music homage of like the 2000s world and tying and Stomp the Yard as as like your your characters i guess yeah, you would it'd say it'd be a fun like musical based yeah. story show with a bunch of dancers that are dressed like demons or zombies yeah. or whatever it's stupid Skeletons. but it's fun but that's our 2000s event um boy that was a that's a it's a tough stretch that was like pulling sure. teeth it's a <laughs> that tough was tough stretch right there oh that was tough <laughs> oh, excuse me so let's kind of run through a list real quick before we say what we did I'll kind of run through our honorable mentions and like why we did or didn't choose these things. And obviously there's a lot more that we left off the list that I'm, it's not even going to be on this list as well, but um, we left off saw obviously that they've, they've done saw in the past. So we we mentioned that Um, we left off the final destination movies. It's just kind of a hard thing to translate. Um, You know, death is coming for you. You skip the line, break the chain, whatever. It's just kind of tough to, Put that into a the visual aspect of a house. Um, Orphan from 2009. We skipped over that. That could probably make a good house, but I, it's been a long, long time since I've seen that. And even then, I I don't know if I was fully paying attention. Um, Trick or treat. We skipped. Obviously, they've used that in the past. Cloverfield, which is a really fun kaiju style movie, but again, when the characters are kaiju level and like bigger than buildings and landscapes it's kind of tougher to to portray that it's almost like um in the stranger things two house where they had that big monster it's one good set piece but it's tough to carry that throughout the whole house uh we skipped drag me to hell we skipped the hills have eyes what drag me to hell uh 2009 oh okay yeah snuck in there just snuck in there uh dawn of the dead 28 days later which Again, tons of remakes. It's just remakes. It was like the remake years. This is the decade of remakes. Um, Shaun of the Dead, which would be fun, but they did it at Hollywood as a house. Yeah, and how many zombie? Like how many? You can only do so many things, especially if it's one year. There's always going to be something zombies, but you don't want to do multiples, and that's what we tried to do with our list. And when we recap it, hopefully you see that we had some sort of a a variety at least. Um, The Descent. Uh, Dead Silence we skipped because that was the house at times. Uh, the Devil's Rejects we skipped that. That was a house. Uh, Hatchet which would have been a cool deep cut style house. Uh, 1408 which would have been a fun house. I love that movie. It's I think that's a drastically overrated or underrated. It's an underrated movie. Stephen King movie. It's fun. Um, and then I had really stupid 2000 things that were just <laughs> pop culture that are in no way, shape, or form could have been a house. Maybe it could have if I had more time, but I. Uh, I did write down Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. I did write down Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Um, Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP, iPod. Uh, Heelys from Hell, maybe we'll work on that. would be a house full of people on just Heelys. Uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo uh, live-action remake with Matthew Lillard once again. 
Um, and Dexter. Dexter would have been a fun little like serial killer style house, but I I, I don't think it's that scary. Now, nah, now I don't know. That'd be kind of tough. Yeah. So let's. Um, do you want to run down the houses we picked, and then I'll, I'll hit the scare zones. Yeah. So show. again, just real quick, the houses. Just as like a reiteration, uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh, we'll do like a J horror compilation house, a Jeepers Creepers house, uh, the My Chemical Romance Black Parade ish Gothic style horror house, Thirteen Ghosts, which I have to go back and rewatch again. It's, it's, a while. it's worth it. Uh, our Survivor Survivor slash Reality TV house, our house based on scary movie, <laughs> M Night Shyamalan because we got to give that man some love. Cabin Fever, and then of course our home invasion, the Stranger's House. Yep. And then for the scare zones, we're doing the Mist, Sweeney Todd, Bring It On Zombies, and the MySpace. Do we skip? Oh, we only did four scare zones. I, th- I think we missed a scare zone, but it's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We're doing just the four. Um, and then the show would be Stomp the Graveyard. Can't believe we missed that for the scare zones. I think. Well, we get. Yeah. I think I deleted one and then brought one back in. Uh, you know what? Healy's from hell. There you, you, go. Just, you just got promoted hell. to Scare Zone, <laughs> and you are going to be placed over in San Francisco. Everyone's just going to be scooting around over there. Healy's from hell. Congratulations, you made it. Well, that is our show. That is our quote unquote spec map for our 2000s decade. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week yet. We haven't really figured it out. These, um, these off season months come together really last minute. So we're, we're always like, man, what should we do? What we should we do? And then two days before we decide what we're going to do. So it's a little bit trickier to kind of promote and get out there. But we're going we're gonna to work on something. We'll, uh, we'll get that going. But follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, whatever we have to do to hit that YouTube algorithm to get that stuff out there. We are new to this whole YouTube branch area. So be sure to tell everyone about us. We're going to be bringing you full content, HHN slash horror style stuff all throughout the year. And we got some good stuff cooking. Um, I know we got some off-season months ahead of us, but like I mentioned on last week's episode, uh, we did sign up for the Spooky Empire. So we will be there yes, in June. Did. So we're working right now already on working on getting some stuff done. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of giveaways and raffles. You know, when we do this table, it's more for publicity than it is to make actual cash. It'll be nice to no, get some extra money. We're just going to hang out, say hi. But we're going to have some fans. stuff there. We're working our way towards getting some merch. We're going to do some goodie bags. Um, we have one of our friends, Alicia, who is actually created. We, we showed you last week, but this is our fear and beer uh, bottle opener. But um, she's going to be helping us at the table as well. She's going to be selling um, her own little goods that she provides on Etsy. And we got, um, I think my mom's actually going to be doing some paintings and stuff too. So we're going to have some stuff to sell that you can purchase that will help cut into the deficit of purchasing the table and um, go towards, I don't know, maybe our HHN tickets or beer. Who knows? One yeah, of the two. We might do, might, might, might maybe do a, an on-location on, on, on episode. Episode, too. yeah. We might get a little something going so. there. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. This is cursed. Cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a dad of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.